0: Let's pop in, family. Right now, you're listening to the No More Excuses episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. Now, in this podcast episode, I sat down and babbled with the amazing Lala J. Now, Lala J is a marketing strategist, drop shipping expert, and is known for turning her $113 footlocker paycheck to six figures in e-commerce. Lala is the true definition of a boss, y'all. Like the true, true definition. And one thing I love about her even more is not only that she keeps it real, but that she shares these gems for all of us. It's like so much free game. And she's just so inspiring in her story and is showing that it doesn't matter where you start as long as you start. I think a lot of people let fear get in the way of them doing what they know they want to do. Number one, fear is bound to come, especially when you're doing something that you've never done before. That is just a natural reaction from your body that's going to happen. But it's like, how are you going to respond to this fear? Are you literally going Going to let fear stagnate you and not do what you're called to do, because if so, you're literally doing exactly what the enemy wants you to do. But are you going to use this fear as a motivator? Like, you know what? I'm afraid, but I'm gonna do it anyway, and go on the other side of fear and see the many possibilities that are on the other side. So in this conversation, y'all, it's so soul filling. It's some good girl talk, and it's just about us getting ready, especially for 2020. A lot of people wait until the last minute until uh, December. 31st or January 1st to make their intentions known but if y'all want to be real we need to start getting our minds right for 2020 right now like this is the time where we need to get everything set in order we can't be waiting last minute and this soul-filling conversation was so amazing but honestly y'all before I even begin the show and start the show I just wanted to drop this revelation that God gave me this week literally a couple days ago and God wants me to share it because I know it's for somebody, okay? Okay. So, y'all, um, I said this on my Snapchat story a couple days ago. But if you're not my Snapchat friend, add me. Um Actually, don't add me. I'm just kidding. Ja- the Jasmine is my um Snapchat name. But anyways... Um, a couple of days ago. Long story short, my alternator for my car went out. Now I've had my car, Lonnie. I call her Lonnie. That's her name. Call her correctly. But seriously, guys, I I never ever not once had a any any problem with my car. Never not once. And my alternator went out. And I'm not really good with cars, y'all. But I learned that the alternator is the thing that charges your battery. So basically, since my alternator went out my car wasn't able to start. It it seemed like my battery was dead, but that wasn't true. My battery was perfectly fine, but the thing that charged my battery went out. So my battery wasn't being recharged. And as always, I'm always looking and asking God, okay, God, what are you trying to teach me? What is happening? What is going on here? Now, transparent moment. I do believe that this past week, this I just finished a very two long, successful weeks. Like my week, these past two weeks have been so long and so much has been going on. But in the course of these weeks, I feel like I haven't been feeding my spirit as much. And I've been more so pleasing my flesh, if you get what I'm saying. So I feel like I've been catering more to my flesh than my spirit, right? So because of that, I really believe that that's what God was telling me because it was like my battery was perfectly fine, but what is charging my battery wasn't. And I asked God and it was like, okay, God, I feel like you're telling me that I'm not feeding my spirit as much as I know I need to. And the crazy thing is, the, the morning before, My car, you know, started tweaking. Literally I got this thought like dude, I'm slacking. Like I need to feed my spirit. Like I'm not feeding my spirit as much as I need to. And I don't want to make excuses as to why. I don't want to say well it's because I literally have been so 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 jam packed and busy these last 2 weeks because it's like is God literally is in control of everything? Is he ever too busy to wake me up <laughs> in the morning? Is he too busy to protect me from all evil doers? Like you know what I'm saying? So it's just like it's no excuse. And it's my obligation as his child to make sure that I'm on top of my game and that I'm I'm making time for him. And instead of me reaching, waking up and checking my notifications on my phone, I really need to be reaching towards my Bible. If you want to be real, I need to be seeking his kingdom. The first thing I do when I wake up, because it's because of him that I even am alive and awoke. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and awake. So with that being said, though, I was looking all over the place, you know, for, you know, repair shops or whatever like that and parts, and they was taxing y'all. Someone's like seven, $800. So I found one that was apparently $633. I get there. And basically, long story short, the dude blesses me because I told him, because when I was giving him my information, I um, said that I was from Fresno and he literally gave me, and he was from Fresno as well. So he blessed me and took like 50, $60 off. And to me, I felt like my alternator went out as as a repercussion of me not being on top of my stuff. I feel like it was a punishment from God. You feel me? So the fact that I was blessed with a discount. It it was like, dang, God, like you're still blessing me, even though I put myself in this situation. My car never, not once, gave me any alerts that my my alternator was dying. It was something unexpected. And another lesson I was learning from that is we as people, we have to learn how to shift and how we need to learn how to adjust. We need to learn how to be efficiently adjust to things and not lollygag. You know what I'm saying? So, in the midst of that, so that's what I got, right? Like, God is really good. You know, I'm daughter of the king, like, blessings and everything. Thing in favor that is my birthright I must live in that and that's what I want my everyday reality to be like but it wasn't until yesterday God even opened the revelation even more that the alternator oh let me backtrack shout out to Tony Hall she's one of my listeners and we attend the same um we attend the same uh, we attend the same university and I bumped into Tony, um and it was just It was just an amazing interaction. I I tell you guys, when I meet you guys in person, like, it is just amazing. I love all my listeners. Shout out to y'all. But one thing I must say is, the way, how can I even explain this? Like I was saying in the last couple episodes, y'all, about distractions and how feelings, we can't let our feelings distract us from our purpose. And I feel like that is one of the things that made my alternator go out because, especially, not just because of my feelings, for not just who not just for feeling how I'm feeling towards a particular person, but I'm saying like feelings period. If I'm feeling tired because I got to wake up and go to these meetings and I got to, I have other obligations that I myself has signed myself up for that God has placed me in. If I'm feeling drained, if I'm feeling like this, like I can't let my feelings distract me from my purpose. So when I um, came across Tony, which is a faithful tuner, faithful listener. So shout out to Tony Hall, y'all. She's amazing. And she was just talking to me about the show and how much it impacted her life. It was like God snapped back into me and was reminding me of what I really need to be focusing on that. Yes, I can feel a certain type of way, but what my focus needs to be on is my purpose. And it was literally I was standing in front of what my purpose is, which is impacting us to live the fullness of our lives, which is to get our lives in order, is which is to grow a, the, a, a great intimate relationship with God, because that's the best gift you can ever give someone is the, is the, is the chance and the opportunity to know who God is. So when I was placed in the face of Tony and she's like, we're talking about, she's talking to me about how much she loves the show. We even sat down, got some breakfast together. I mean, y'all, everything just clicked. And then afterwards God was like you see you see how you impacted her you see how you impact so many hundreds of people's lives every week not even just every every day that is what you need to be focusing on and that is what you that is what fuels you that is what fuels your spirit your purpose and the all my then it clicked that my alternator going out was because my focus wasn't on my purpose my focus was on the things that were going on around me and not what I am here and called to do and when you are focused on your purpose everything falls in alignment things shed that should not be there and things come into place that should that is the main thing so i was like wow god this alternator going out is you telling me that i need to get back focused on what you've called me to do you feel me it's like and and, and back to the person who asked about how to manage feelings in, in in the process it's i've learned now and to add on to that answer it's understanding your purpose focusing on your purpose and letting letting your feelings be there like yes I can have feelings for you but I'm still going to be focused on my purpose and I don't want to let anything I don't want to let my finances I don't want to let my education I don't want to let my fear of what tomorrow or the future I can't let none of that get in the way of my purpose and what God has called me to do right now not tomorrow but right now focus on your assignment the world this in this life so many things are going to try to get us distracted from our assignment y'all. So many things are going to try to get us worried and, and just off course, but it's to stay in course and in alignment with what with, with, with God has called us to do honest to God truth so now it's like okay God I have clarity that my alternator was a reflection of my purpose and what I what my my true focus what I need to be focusing on and like I said the real gag was my battery was working perfectly fine meaning everything inside of me was perfectly fine It it was my focus my purpose was still intact nothing can take your purpose away from you but what the enemy can't destroy he distracts he can distract you with worry with fear especially fear. Y'all going to hear in this episode how me and Lala break this thing down. So, it was like, wow, get your focus back. Focus on your purpose. It's okay to feel however you feel, but focus on your purpose and let God do the rest. Let God bring everything together as how it should be. So I just wanted to share that revelation because it blessed me and I know it's going to bless you. This episode itself is going to bless you. Remember to send in your questions for the Ask Jazz episode um, via email and DMs on the Babbling with Jazz social media sites. But honestly, y'all, it's time for us to boss our lives up 2020 is around the corner and i'm getting ready for it right now i'm not gonna wait until december i'm getting ready for it right now get clear about your intentions but honestly just open your heart and your ears to this amazing gem filled conversation that i have with the amazing lala j i love you guys forever let's begin the show what's popping y'all you're listening to the babbling with jazz podcast where i your host jasmine charlie hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. What's poppin' family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. Guys, today I'm so excited to sit down and babble with Lala J, the marketing queen herself. Say what's poppin' to the family, Lala. Hi,
1: guys. What's
0: going on? I'm excited to be here yes lala i'm so excited for you to be here too and just drop some gems and just have some girl talk um but first and foremost for the people who may not know who you are just give us a little rundown of who you are what you do why you do what you do
1: (laughs) okay so um my name is lala i am i currently stay in atlanta um i do go back and forth to la a lot um i'm 22 i initially was a full-time student um last it's almost been a year since I've been out of school. Um, I will be a senior studying at Kennesaw State University for IT. Um, but I initially went in for marketing. Um, I started, I wanna say my senior year of high school and I was, I worked, um, but I just didn't really like, I didn't really like, I like to be in control of things. So I kinda got the sense of like wanting to be an owner. Um, I would say my senior year in high school and then going into my freshman year, um, I had this car and like all my friends and everybody who knows me now knows about my mom, like threatening to take my car, getting my car repossessed. And that's when I was like, okay, I need to like be my own boss. Like I can't, I can't do this. Um, so it was really kind like of like for the moment of a situation happening where she scared the hell out of me. And I was like, I cannot get embarrassed like that. So I need to sell something. Um so I went into selling hair and then from hair I just went into really any product I wasn't I was never really like emotionally attached to my store so I think that's kind of where drop shipping and understanding it came from um and then from just selling just so many different products on the market um I sold things from you know to women men children all different items um I then went into I was actually trying to bring my hair store back And I just had so many people always ask me, you know, how did you do that? Or, you know, how did you make that money? Because at that time, I want to say I was about 20, um, touching like $25,000 just in so many months. Um, And just having people around me kind of see my growth and just, you know, certain things I was able to afford that I wasn't able to afford at one point, Um, my mentality changing, my perspective changing, just from kind of just being in that isolation and learning things about business and myself and then from there I was like I really you know want to help people who are also in college and might have a mom like yeah your car about to get resurfaced if you think I'm about to pay for it Um, or just struggling in general I wouldn't necessarily say I struggled because thank God I was blessed enough to have you know parents who are in the fields that they're in and to educate me on certain things but um, I definitely hit that powerful point in life where I didn't really want to say, like, I was using my mom's money. Like, I wanted to, you know, and then you get an allowance. So you can't really, you can't really do the things that you want to do when you ask your parents for money because they're not going to fund all of it that you feel you need at that time. So um, I got into coaching. And then from coaching, um, I'm still in drop shipping, but more so on a bigger scale. So I do distribution um, because when I initially was starting out in coaching the girls, um, I was using distribution through Atlanta. And then I realized, you know, I didn't really want to be the third party in wholesale. I wanted to actually have distribution myself so that they can pay the prices of actual wholesale pricing in bulk. Um, so that's kind of where the distribution came from. And then I just started, you know, having classes. It was really good. And then I just started working on my expertise and trying to like really master it, um, reading a lot. And then from there, it was, I got into writing. I love to write. So I wrote my 1st ebook. Um, then I wrote another book just on the getting started in business process. And from there, I just, I never stopped. And I've loved it ever since.
0: I love it. You've done so much in just 22 years. I want to know though, was it like, before you like, um, jumped into, you know, you said you want to be your own boss and I know exactly how it feels. Um, when you said like using not using but you know living off of or depending on your mother's money or just somebody else's money was it Mm -hmm. were you afraid at first stepping first of all even walking away from college for a little bit and just pursuing something that you were driven to do or did you walk away knowing or and started this business as I know that I'm going to be fine I know this is going to work out and be successful or were you kind of like I don't know
1: I was terrified i was actually um being real and raw i had i'm really great with managing money Mm -hmm. but um Mm -hmm. i tell people all the time when you get to a certain level the challenges become very different as opposed to when you were trying to manage that nine to five paycheck, and now Mm. you're trying to manage $30,000 coming in a month. Mm. Um, And sometimes even more than that. So, and still being very young and then still, you know, you have bills and then you wanna enjoy life and then you have other things that you have to take care of and business expenses. So when I made the call to leave school, I was really at that point of saying, okay, I'm really scared to tell because I don't know where. And with business being an entrepreneur, there's no blueprint. Right. So it was like, I can either stay in school and keep, you know, at that point I was getting C's. Um, I was in the College of Business at that time. So you have to maintain a certain grade point average. Mm. So I'm thinking to myself, do I keep wasting, you know, my scholarship money? Do I keep wasting money in general mm. to keep trying to pursue this when I know that my business also is struggling? And I really want to grow my business at this time and school was not really giving me everything that I felt like I needed to keep my business going. So I was definitely, I was scared to take and I didn't know what was on the other side of that fence, but it was more so an understanding the time that I was investing as well. And knowing if I keep putting time in both of these things, one of them are going to suffer and school don't pay none of these bills that I got. So I was like, I gotta go. Like, I just, I have to learn. And then also, um, I'm really big on educating myself. So I mm-hmm. think that the biggest thing when people get to that 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 fearing moment of what do I do with school, I think that a lot of us, we don't want to say it or acknowledge the fact that we don't read a lot. Like a lot of us don't, you For know, real. we don't really take time to read books or to actually research something or to mm-hmm. actually try to find the answer of something. It's really a lot of like Instagram and, you know, you you kind of see what you see Quick about face. the news on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, it's very like Google and i'm done so i kind of just had that that moment with myself of saying don't underestimate what you know you really have the power to do when you really tap into it so i was like just you know just educate yourself while you're not being educated within the normal setting of what most people do
0: i feel that a hundred percent and i'm pretty sure i could be wrong but i hope you clarify for me was it like you know, when you finally make that move, that leap of faith, because that's what you did. You made that jump. And I think what we all need to understand as people is sometimes we're going to have to make those tough cutthroat decisions. And I'm just glad that you did instead of just staying there. But did anyone mm-hmm. like kind of like, girl, what you doing? Like, why is you? Why did you dropping yes. out of school to pursue
1: my mom, oh my gosh, my mom is like uh-huh. my manager mentor. That was the first person and she was like I just think it's really stupid <laughs> and she she's very like to the point, like she's yes. not sugarcoated at all, yeah. but she's like I just think it's really stupid and I think that You're just gonna have too much time on your hands. And then I was in a relationship. So she had, you know, moms always think it's that boy Mm -hmm. boy who just got you all off track. (laughs) So she, like, I just feel like it's this boy and you're just distracted and you just wanna stop everything. And like, what are you gonna do in business? Um, so I will say it was a lot of naysayers. Um, uh, my grandmother actually just got another master's degree. So me and my grandmother were um we were trying to like we would we would actually be finishing at the same time had I stayed. But she called me like, you know, just keep going, keep going. If grandma can do it, you can do it. And I'm like, Grandma, I am trapped <laughs> out. I cannot I'm like and I, it was so weird because my grandma has kids who are younger than me mm. and she has, you know, she's, she's a full-time mom. She also had a full-time job as a teacher. And I'm like, I'm really gonna let my grandma like outdo me right now in school. But it was, I knew my, I knew my breaking point. So it was really like at that time too. Um, and I think. I'm, I'm, I take a lot of opinions from family because I also feel like they would never steer me wrong or tell exactly. me anything that I don't need to know. So it was very hard to have to finally stand up for something that I knew I felt and believed in and to say, you know what, guys, like, I hear y'all, but I can't take that advice this time. So I felt like I was going against the grain a little bit. Yeah. But it was that mature moment as an adult. And I had to tell my mom, like, you don't really understand being 22 and waking up and Some months you make $75,000, some months you make this, and then some months you can make nothing, and you're still trying to figure out how do you maintain it all. Mm -hmm. So I always told them, like, my my journey is very different from what they actually grew up in. Mm -hmm. So school is kind of, it's there, but it's like, y'all can't really make me want to do it because everything is changing nowadays with
0: this generation. So we just, we got to take those leaps we really do and that's why I was literally talking to my friend the other day like I'm not saying college isn't important but I'm saying we're in a different day and age now like you can definitely yeah. make it in this world without that college degree you know so yes, I think- like
1: when I went to LA and mm-hmm. they look at social media um wow. once I was out there yes it's all social media so if you trying to be like a digital marketer they want to see what you've done for influencers and, you wow. know, mom, pop companies. It's no resume or college experience. And I was like, what the hell? Like, they don't tell people this until At you actually all. get out there and you throw another degree around like, hey, I got to- like, I don't care about it.
0: that piece like, of you know, paper. <laughs> What's that paper <laughs> exactly. for <the> new- <laughs> It don't even matter. <laughs> I literally heard though that like, they say like your Instagram page is basically like your, your new resume. And I, I yes. hundred, 100% believe that for real. So-
1: it what? definitely is they want to see the engagement
0: engagement man that is so true and I think it's just your story and I my story is the exact literal same I come from Nigerian immigrant parents so they my, my dad came in this country with barely anything living in somebody basement you know just starting off to now just being mm-hmm. a very successful nurse anesthetist and mm-hmm. Like, he just, I know, like, growing up, he just always instilled in me, I want you to be better than me. I want, you know, school, school, school. Right. And I had to tell him, like, okay, daddy, I get it. And I know, and that's the thing, like you said, you know that your family will never steer you the wrong way. But sometimes, you know, when they're so stuck up in their old mentalities from what they grew Mm -hmm. up in, some things that we say are kind of, like, foreign to them. And I think it just goes to show that, you know when it comes to your purpose and your journey, like, you can't compare it to the next person's, and what's meant for you isn't always going to make sense to the next person, but that doesn't mean stop doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. ha- imagine, imagine if you, when, when you told your mom you're dropping out, and she said, I really think this is stupid, but you really said, you know what, mom? You're right. It is stupid. Like, where do you even think you would be right now, man, if you really listened to the naysayers? Oh,
1: man. I Ooh. really feel like I would probably... Honestly, I feel like I would probably be struggling. I would probably mm. be repeating a year of school. Wow. Um, I feel like I probably would have lost the love for my business. Mm. I feel like now one thing I won't do is quit. Um, yeah, Like yeah. even with school, it was more so of a break, but it's not like I'm gonna just quit on everything. I, I still believe I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like that burnout would have been a completely different burnout. And I think I would have missed out not even on not even on necessarily because a lot of people when you when you when they say miss out they think like you know the fun and like oh the <laughs> friends and going out of town but that's the journey i feel like i've learned so much to where now when i do go back and i return I, i'm popping my head up at the right time i'm not coming you know and i'm going with it because everybody like you said the, the first the first of the year is very similar to that first day of school. You organize, you wait, and then you get two three weeks in, and you like, yeah. holy shit, what did I sign myself up right. for? So I think now if I go back in, you know, just kind of, I plan on staying in LA for two months. Um, I'll start my semester actually in January. Um, so that'll kind of just be my downtime in between time. It's more organized now. Mm. Um, so I'll, I'm definitely way more prepared to go back. But I think at first it was really like. I was really just on autopilot based off of what I felt like my family wanted for me and it was kind of like okay they gave me this to do just press the button and you just go with the flow but it was a whole lot of bumps that came with just being on autopilot for everybody else and not really understanding that okay this is what I want to do this is not something I'm doing based off of what they told me or instilled inside of me. So yeah, I think, I, I don't know where I would be if I was still in school right now.
0: And you only got one more year left, so you really at the finish line for real. You just I gotta was, go and
1: I was, That's why she was like, it's so stupid. She's like, just <laughs> finish. I'm like, no, like I have to take this stand.
0: Wow, I love it. I love hearing stories like that, man. For real, it just inspires me to know that, like, you know, I just love hearing about different people's journeys because it's so unique. And I think the more we try to compare and like try to say, okay, well, she did it, then I can do. Because I'm not saying that. I'm I'm saying like, okay, some people like take people's lives like verbatim and try to apply it exactly to their life, but it's like, no, God has literally called you to do a certain thing. You get what I'm saying? So you just got to you can you can't you know try to mimic someone else's life but just stay in your own lane and maximize that and just see what God has planned for you because God's plan for you could be completely something different for some you know for someone else's life you know and it's all that's unique that's very true it's all unique man i question what is about you talking about when you were managing money from a 9 to 5 and now managing more more than that like a 30k or up and the difference between that can you like talk about a little bit the difference if the difference between managing that a little bit because I'm very curious
1: it's really um mentality I think in life in general the different levels require for you to actually manage it right you gotta have you gotta know the mentality now Mm -hmm. and initially um initially and I don't I don't know if I've ever spoken on this but when you're coming from a nine to five, a lot of people, even when you're coming from that level of where you were kind of on the same playing field as everybody else, it's very, you know, you try to keep that mindset because you don't want people to think that you're acting different or you're acting weird or, yes. you know, oh, now you don't have time. But like too I said, good you, or something. you get to that level. Yeah. But when you get to the level of, it's not that I'm too good. I just have a lot to lose that I really work yes. very hard for to keep. I can't do the same things. I can't be like my mom tell me all the time because I'm, I'm still learning it. But she's like, why would you go to that place? Like, why would you go here? Or why would you be staying here? And a lot of people don't get it. And when I try to tell it to them, it's like, well, what you mean? Like, you can't be like, we can't hang out. And it's like, it's not that it's just you gotta be very particular about your face uh-huh, card because that is yes. like a bank card. And if you get yeah. caught in certain situations or with certain people, it's just, you know, you have a brand and you represent certain things and it's not necessarily always the best thing for where you are in that journey. But in regards to going from a nine to five paycheck to the paycheck that I receive now, um, nine to five is very, it's, it's like, I don't wanna say it's limited, but for my paycheck, it was very limited. So, you know, you knew, okay, gas, food, and you have a little extra on the side and you might make some time to get your nails done or something. (laughs) Um, However, when you go to 30,000, okay, you got some bills, but you got a whole lot left over. But that whole lot left over is not for you to spend. And I think a lot of people, when I initially got it, I'm like, oh yeah, I got like 18,000 left. Let's let's ball out. Yeah, them <laughs> let me and all. But um you got to think and and I tell people all the time and myself have goals because if you keep that mentality up it's there, then you're going to spend it like you can always make it back. And you mm-hmm. got to get out of that mindset because like I said it's no blueprint. So when you work at 9 to 5, you know, okay, if I run through this paycheck, I get another one in 2 weeks. Right. Or I get another one on Friday so I'm cool. And when you work when you're an entrepreneur, If you have that same mindset, then you go into it making all of that money and seeing the fruits of your labor saying, okay, well, I just sold 30 and I I could sell another 30 tomorrow, but you can't determine people. And at that point, when the power of your company is in the other person's hands, you have to always think, okay, still, you know, still kind of, I don't want to say isolate yourself, but you have to, you got to, you got to isolate that mentality of, okay, I'm here because it's still so much to grow, to do. It's still so many things that you're trying to accomplish. For everybody who say they want to be millionaires, I say, you can't have a minimum wage work ethic, but your thought process still needs to be, I'm a worker. I'm still a worker. So I still need to, I still need to have emergency money. I still need to think, you know, if I'm trying to see a house by 24, or 25, I got to make sure my credit is right. So it's still kind of playing on that playing field. You're just doing it and a very more it's way more strategic and structured now but you definitely i tell myself I, I pay myself but i'm not always spending what i pay myself you definitely gotta you you gotta think it out it's, it's definitely gotta be a thought process to it and a and a plan for it
0: period plan where your money is going before you spend it like know exactly what what it's gonna go into yes. since you hit on a really good topic that i've been Oh my God, That I just been trying to emphasize on people is it's you are the face of your brand now. So just knowing that you got to walk different. And like you said, it's not that I'm better than or anything like that. I literally just have more to lose and I don't want to put, I don't want to jeopardize that. And I think for me, um, starting my journey in entrepreneurship and coaching, what I wish I would have prepare myself more for was the type of sacrifice. Like you really gotta mm. sacrifice your old self, the things that yes. you love to do, and be like, no, because of my business, like my baby. So it's like for my business, my yes. brand, I have to, I'm, I'm willing to give it all. Like I tell people like, I'm not pregnant, I don't have any kids, but I really consider my business a child. I gotta pay for I gotta invest in it, just like I have to invest in diapers, yes. school, schooling for my child. You know i gotta do the same for my business so i basically am a mother <laughs> even though it's not well, like a human, it's but you really have to you have so much more in stake to lose man you are the face you of do. a brand and i
1: tell people all the time sometimes even i, I love that you said the, a, a business is like a baby and a lot of people when they come into parenthood and i hate to really I don't even care how people are going to take it because if they take it wrong then they just don't understand it <laughs> and they're not in the they're not in the mental capacity exactly this shit. but real life when you have a child and a lot of people I think this is where it becomes people humble themselves too much for the next person because it's like I don't want to make it seem like I'm better than you but sometimes you really have to say like I'm better than this and, and mm, it's not, yes it's not to say you know you're a horrible person but me personally spiritually where I am and and mentally and emotionally and energetically I'm better than this shit I can't I can't I can't entertain these things anymore and I can't just be seen doing anything anymore I can't like you said that old self has to die at one point like yeah. you really gotta RIP your old self and you <laughs> yeah. can't more because when you have a child a lot I know a lot of moms and fathers who they have that baby and it's like i can't be seen drunk at four o'clock in the afternoon like i used to be that's not good i can't just post anything on instagram because this could resurface i can uh, i got people looking at anymore. me now yes like it's, it's so and then also like you said speaking on it being in terms of a baby you're in the eyes of other people so it's not just you no more now you got to vouch for a whole nother a whole nother thing that's not it doesn't always have to be physical but Technically, it is physical because their business is in a physical form. So it's like, I can't, the the energy that I give my business is the same energy that my business is going to manifest off of. So if I give my business, if I'm neglecting it or I'm teaching it or I'm kind of giving it that energy or that attention of, oh, I can do what I want, then you got to expect those sales, you got to expect your growth, you got to expect everything to come back to you in that same way of like, okay, well, cool, it's Friday, I can do what I want. You're not getting no sales today. So was your energy all week. So you definitely, like I said, not sometimes you gotta in the humblest way say, I'm better than this shit. And that's just
0: that. And I think that with that being said though, when you say I'm better than this, like that is the true act of self love. Because when you truly right. love yourself, I love myself too much to engage in this. Cause I'm better than this. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So Self love, man. I love myself too much. I'm sorry, I can't do that. I can't go out clubbing with you and, that's,
1: and And I feel like that really should be the term now. Not even I'm better than this, but I love myself I'm way too much, much for this exactly. and my business for this. So I can't. We we not. It's a disconnect. between point. Yeah, and disconnect. I'm quick to tell a person that. I am too.
0: It's no sugar. I feel like sugar <laughs> don't get you nowhere. You know, just get straight to the it point. Don't. And people would like to, to say like you. Older. Yeah, I used to be too, and it wasn't getting me nowhere. I was like, why am I sparing your feelings if me, myself, I'm hurting inside, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm hurting myself because I'm trying to right. make you feel comfortable. No, and it's all out of love. As long as your heart posture is with good intentions, then shoot, you take care how you take it. You hey, girl.
1: let God take care of it on the back <laughs> end. I used to be, I used to, my like, it literally took my mom, I came home one day, I was like, in distress. <laughs> And she was like, write down all of your boundaries right now. And Mm. when I say I looked at that paper, Jess, and I could not think of anything, I'm like, well, I know I have boundaries, but I don't know how to vocally express it. Like, Mm. what do I, and she's like, this is why you will always be in these situations where people will make you uncomfortable and they're going to make you uncomfortable because you're so afraid of what a person of losing that friendship firsthand. Mm. And you don't want to be that weird person and where you come in the gate and you say, this is what I will tolerate, this is what I won't. So wow. by the time they disrespect you or make you feel uncomfortable, you're already in a position to where you're 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 thinking like, okay, well, we've been friends for so long. So what like, and they didn't know. And it's like, it's, it's a non-negotiable. So girl, I had a, a quick wake up call at nine o'clock at night one time. And I was just writing my life away on paper. Like, I don't like this. And she's like, and then I thought to myself like, are these too many boundaries and she was like do you hear yourself and i was like well i i don't know like you know do people have like is this what people do and she's like just keep writing and i had to realize that's just what i want and it comes with you being a very particular person when you actually know what you want to receive and what you want reciprocated to you
0: oh that's a word boundaries 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 i remember i even last year i moved to houston And I went like I did like a whole change like not really a change but like I was Mm -hmm. addressed by my middle name out there so it's like you know my fake identity or whatever it's really who I am but I'm like (laughs) myself as my middle name and then I always have in the back of my head okay this is a fresh start everybody I'm meeting here is new so they don't know Jazz from the shot they don't know Jazz from Chicago so with that being said when I first meet somebody and I say, okay, we could potentially be cool off bat, I'm gonna tell you what I'm not going to tolerate and what I do tolerate because it was, it was scary at first, but I said, I had to do that because they it don't know is. me. And it's, it's good when you, you're first meeting somebody, they, they don't have, you have nothing to lose, to be honest. They don't know your past. They don't know anything about you. So when you just off right. bat somebody say, yeah, I don't rock with this. I don't like when you push me this way or whatever the case may be okay x y and z doesn't like this so i'm just not gonna do that that's just who she is but that's and i think i think what's so scary
1: is that every we have we live in this world where everything's so go with the flow you don't want to be that person to mess up whatever that flow is Mm -hmm. and that flow is really just not knowing like a a lot of people ignorance is bliss and a lot of people are living in that way too much because you ignorantly are approaching friendships and relationships And nobody wants to say what bothers them until it bothers them. And now it's like, now we got to try and rebuild or I got to think if I want to cut you off or not, because we just now approaching an an issue that I should have been told you was a trigger for me. But it's like this sense of like, well, let's just be cool and let's just go wherever the wind blow and now like you said I I definitely my first approach to it was like holy shit like I just want to blow with the wind because this wind comes a little too direct I don't know how they're gonna take this wind I might blow them off but like you said it's it's really like if you if you can deal with it if you can roll with it then you can but if not then you know firsthand you are not meant to be in my puzzle right
0: now period that's it and that's all I remember I was at this one I was at listening to Dr. Matthew Stevens saying he was even talking about friendships. Like, people love telling the good parts. Well, see, I don't know too much about this. I see where he was going, but I feel like yeah. I'm not going to be open and too vulnerable with you if I just met you. But, like, right. I guess I'm starting to be, you know, more closer and closer with a friend you tell them your weaknesses to be so they could watch out for them like you said your triggers you let them know that you don't say well I'm good at doing nails I'm good at doing care I'm good at this no tell me what your triggers are and I think when we do meet people and we network with people we focus on the goods too much and it's not bad to focus on the positives but these negatives do need to be addressed because closed mouths don't get fed you know it's a
1: math. i think everybody's so afraid of being hurt that yes. that that those triggers they look at as like you said you address it as a weakness so it's like i don't want to say what triggers me because i don't want this person to right. think that i'm weak i don't exactly. want them to pay on that weakness but it's like no like your strongest and greatest self is acknowledging that that bothers yeah. you and not giving a damn about who looks at it the way that they look at it? I don't like it, and that's just what it is. I don't like it. So just simply don't do it. And if you do it, just know the repercussions for you doing it will be, I just won't deal with you no more. But like you said, people, it's that mask. It's the, I'm great at this and I'm really good at this, but don't nobody know that you have all these other issues Uh or that when you walk in the room, you silence yourself around other amazing people because you feel like you're not amazing enough. And Mm -hmm. if nobody ever knows that, then those things will always make you uncomfortable. You'll always have those friendships where you're you're silencing yourself. You're not speaking up for yourself. And I think when you do say that to the right person, that's kind of where that the foundation starts in actually building something real as opposed to hey, you know, I'm on Instagram, and I got all these followers and likes, and this is what you know me as, and oh, yeah, and I'm I'm an MUA, and I coach, like, no, because that's not the real, like, I want to know, you know, I want to know the real behind
0: you, but people, people are afraid of the real, so they gonna give you the fake. They gonna give you the fake, and that's the good that thing that we got to this topic, because we're talking about overcoming fear, so how would we now, especially, because I think the opposite, well, this is my thing when it comes to fear, I feel like, Fear is a feeling. Obviously, we you know this, but mm-hmm. some, like I said, we were talking earlier before you know we recorded that you know people use fear as an excuse not to do what they know that they want to do, and that fear should be this is this is my person. This is why I coach people on is fear should be the the gear, the drive that makes you go out and do this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that should be the drive because that feeling is always gonna be there. So you, would you rather? Right. Be, fearful and stagnant and literally in the same place or fearful but still going after what you know that you need to go after you know and then when it comes to even spirituality we already know that we don't even serve a God of fear anyway so for anything fear really comes from the enemy he just trying to stop you from making the next move anyway so it's like are you really gonna let the enemy mm-hmm. hold you out of what you called to do you know come on guys <laughs> this
1: is for real but because- that, that is really that is true and what you saying that I think a lot of people don't understand stagnant. And I tell people all the time, you have to pay attention to where you are going and where you are growing. Because wow. sometimes you could be going places, but those not you, you're oh. you're in motion. And a lot of people say, well, slow motion is better than no motion, but I disagree because it's, I need to have a sense of direction. Because you, you could run all day long in slow motion, but you could be running in place all day long in slow motion. So it's like, a lot of people don't understand a lot of people have no they have no vision for where they actually want to end up it's just that process and when that process gets stagnant i feel like if people don't have a sense of direction or a sense of destination then you really are running in place and you're seeing all these different things and because people are coming in your life and out your life and you know work is coming and money is coming in everything is stagnant because everything is going to stay in motion nothing stops because you're in the same place but because you're still in motion and everything else is in motion it's like okay well i'm i'm moving you know stuff is happening but you're not really going nowhere so i definitely like you said fear is definitely it comes from the enemy and if people don't understand that that stagnant place they're in they'll never get to the end of actually just fearfully doing something but you going exactly you're doing it knowing okay even though i'm scared as hell i'm gonna still do it and i'm gonna try and get to this point as opposed to i'm scared but i'm gonna do it but i don't know where i want it to go i'm gonna just do it
0: Mm.
1: i love how you even
0: said oh right you could be running in place or slow motion (laughs) not even that you could even be running full full speed but in the wrong direction in the same yes Uh, oh my god that just wow because you could be oh I'm doing this this and this but are you in the even are you even where God like is directing you you know what I'm saying like yes completely opposite of where you really need And
1: we do it all the time like when you get to the point of like like when I okay when I work a job I talked about before I actually quit and went full-time dropshipping I was literally like a robot and I felt like I was going Mm. full speed but I was in the same place every day. It was like, wake up six o'clock, do my makeup, do my hair, go to work, go to work, leave that job, go to this other job, close that, go to school the next morning. It was like, it was like systematic. And I think that because people have systems that they are used to, that stagnant position is, is not stagnant for them because it's like, well, I'm working, you know, money rolling in like I said you don't even understand the real destination or your path that you're supposed to be walking on or where God is essentially trying to get you to because this day-to-day life has got you stuck in like well life is still going and I tell people all the time stop just thinking of life like it's just happening like okay it's happening but still make some shit happen like it's not just supposed to happen
0: That's what I'm saying. Oh my God, that just brought me up to something. Quick little story time. I remember when I was, oh, this one job. I was just there for the money, mind you. But I used to work at this warehouse (laughs) or whatever. And basically all you were doing was unloading boxes off of trucks and stacking them. And my whole time I was literally laughing like, God, I'm bigger than this. And I know you've called (laughs) me to do way more than this. And the thing was, God was just there for the money, especially, you know, to fund my business and stuff like that. It was it right. was actually sad to me because there was so there was people some were like 22 some were like 40 45 and like they were wow. just okay it, it's like they knew like this is it this is the peak of my life I'm gonna wake up each morning for for eight hours unload and boxes back and, and I'm like God I'm bigger than this and I don't want my life I don't want to end up like this like I know I'm called to do more to travel to do so much. And right. it's, it's so sad that people have just limited their life, their lifestyle. And it's mm. like your mind is so powerful, but it's like if you're not even in the space to like dream big or even ask God to, like to say something that. big, then how can God? You know what I'm saying? It's just like uh, it would you it just
1: that's that's the tap into moment, like you said. Hey. Because think think of how many people. Now we say it, but I, I will actually be real to say, mm-hmm. I did not used to pray as much as I pray now, like getting older and getting, like having this journey. Mm-hmm. I don't, I I used to, it used to be very like, okay, if I remember to pray at night, I'll pray at night. But just going throughout the day and actually speaking to God and having those conversations with him and telling him to give me that, that solitude and to give me a strong discernment to know what's real for me and what's not real for me and who's for me and what's not for me. That just happened. So I think that when people get to those moments, is I really feel like you're not conversing with yourself enough. You just kinda, you're not asking for it enough because you don't know what to ask for. And I used to be very, oh my gosh, my prayers used to be so broad. It was things like, watch over me, Lord, or like universe, just keep me protected. And it was like, but protected from what? Like, what do you wanna be protected from? And I don't know when I started getting more direct, but I think just in writing, I start realizing like, okay, I'm writing things and these things starting to show up a whole lot different than what they used to show up like. So I think, like you said, people get to that age, but it's really, you got to have a strong sense of self to know, okay, you know what, God, like I'm... I can't. This not. I know you did not call me to stack these boxes. I just know Come you did. On, I know you did. I know I got <laughs> way more purpose than this. But if some people don't, it's so many people who don't understand purpose, and Ooh, I think that's why so many wow. people miss it because it's not easy. They Come don't understand on. purpose and path and passion, and they get stuck mm-hmm. in. Well, I got a job, so I'm going to just be blessed that I got a job and I'm going to just stick it out. But Ooh. even when you have a job and it's not to question God, but it's to tell God sometimes because He, sometimes you don't get that blessing until you actually vocally and physically mm-hmm. show him, hey, I'm ready. I'm putting the work in. So, okay, past this nine to five job of stacking boxes, are you going to go home to pray? Are you going to go home to work on that logo or that brand or to apply for that second job because you keep telling me you're tired of this job? But where's the action? Because the prayer on. not going to always just get you that. It, 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 that you got to match his energy sometimes. And yeah. some people don't know how to match that
0: energy. Wow. That's a word, man. You got to get in alignment. And whew, when you can t- don't even get me started about purpose. You're going to be talking all day because... <laughs> Oh yeah, that's it. That gets deep. That gets deep deep. deep. That's my specialty, man. Purpose. It's like, yo, it's bigger than just you. So it's like even if you are work, if you are caught up in this nine to five life. And I'm not there are some people who literally are or you know, meant meant to be in that nine to five. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's fine. That is fine. But it's like in any I'm not even saying nine to five. In any area of your life, if you are complacent in any area you are robbing so many other people because that means that you're you're yes. not totally in your purpose. And your purpose was not just, it's not just for you. It's literally for other people.
1: Amen. Yeah. Complacent. Like, that's what it yeah, is.
0: Complacent. And you can't, like, no, it doesn't matter how much you've done. And I think that's one thing God has been dealing with me is like, okay, um, my friend told me this, and it just shook my life. It just made me open my eyes even more. Is that God takes you from glory to glory, like glory to glory. It doesn't mm. end. Like okay, yeah, you got this raise. Okay, you just launched this successful business, and you, the money coming in, everything's cool. And people literally get okay. I'm done. I've done everything. But no, God is going yes. to glory to glory to glory. So complete. Wants everything he level. Did. Yes. It don't matter how old you are. Too. You could be seven years old, six years old. It doesn't matter. It's from glory to glory. You know. So I was like, honey, child. Wow. But what is something that you want to leave off for people like, we need to get our, I know there's some people who are slowly, and I'm seeing some people, family, I'm seeing people, family that are burning out or getting, slipping back into that complacent lifestyle. And I'm here to say like, we can't do that, especially if we want 20, because 2020 is going to be. 2019 times like a hundred like 2020 would be a great year yes. and we need to get prepared for that we can't wait until january okay 2020 now i'm gonna do this no what do, right. what do we need to do now or get people back in the mind frame to snap back into it that the game isn't over the year isn't over yet we still got five months left of 2019 and so much can happen i think people forget and think that your life can really change in a matter of a split second a hour in a matter a week. of a month, a, week. a month. Yes. So imagine five months, five months where you could be from today, listening to this episode. Like you can be so somewhere completely different. When I, when I started twenty nineteen, where I am now, it's like, whoa, God, what was you doing? Because I did not see this. Man, story. what my first six months were cool. hell. Mm. And I l-
1: literally dad, that first week of June mm. was like a miracle. Wow. And every day for the first six months, when it, when that first incident happened, that like shook my world, mm. every day I prayed and was like, God, just give me strength and walk me into a miracle. And Ooh. some days I even came to him and said, God, I don't even know what I'm asking for. I don't know where I'm going to end up. I don't know how Ooh. I'm feeling. I can't even describe it but just gives me the strength to just take it day by day. I have to see this one through. And if I see this one through, I'm going to remember this process and where I was to wow. know. And I just said this recently, I'm, we, we need to get in the space of not like we, we've we mastered bouncing back, but mm. getting in the space of not having to to bounce back, mm. mastering not even going down that path again. So understanding and processing every feeling you felt When you was down bad when you was calling people and then nobody answered the phone for you understanding that so that you know okay i can't blame those people i can't fault those people because those people didn't answer when i i wouldn't know my shit and i had messed up everything Mm -hmm. now it's just about getting to the point to where you don't even have to worry about making those calls again because you're more responsible and you don't walk down that road before you're not gonna walk it again so, to even for for 2020, and I said this too, a lot of us, we start practicing when, when the first come. Resolutions mm-hmm. start coming out when the first exactly. come. Exactly. When resolutions need to start now. Like, you need to be thinking, like, what changes, what people, what job, what opportunity, what doors do I want to open for me now? Not when you're standing on somebody's couch and the ball hit at at 12 and you got some champagne in there. You like, God, I just want some more. Like, no, like stop just saying you want more money and more blessings get specific. Uh And I think that's why a lot of people start to fall off because you haven't practiced or put yourself in a space enough to even receive those type of blessings that you say you want on the first because it's Mm -hmm. the first. So you haven't even, the mentality is not even really there. You're just speaking things into the universe hoping that you carry that same energy over to the next day, which is the second. And you wake up hungover or you wake up and you feel the same and you feel that way because nothing ever changed. Nothing ever changed from 2019. You you don't change overnight. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I really think that people expect because the energy is so high and the frequency on the first, oh my gosh, like that, that new year's Eve, everything is fun. Everything feels new because that's the energy that we put around that holiday. Mm -hmm. But when you take away all the celebrations and the parties, it's like, you don't Mm -hmm, get that feeling if you ain't really put the work in to really feel it. You Mm got to really, and I'm not talking about you being off work because it's a holiday. I'm talking really spiritually and in alignment and in passion and in purpose. Feel like, I really work my ass off. So now I can really intentionally put those things in the universe and then still work towards those things. It's not just a, I want to work on respecting people or I want to work on expressing myself more. So I was just telling people on my live a couple of weeks ago, stop saying you're going to start next month. Stop saying, oh, I'm going to start in August. Stop. You, what, what's stopping you from starting literally a minute from you thinking that thought? All mm-hmm. that, oh, I'm going to start in the morning. I'm going to start on Sunday. I'm going to start when it's the top of the week. Stop wanting to have that reset button because the more you stay in that habit, the more it's going to take you longer to break that habit. So why wait 17 days to give yourself a fresh start when you can start a new 17 days now and just breaking it and not ever doing it again and just forming new ways to do exactly what it is that you want to master and doing. So for everybody hearing this, start now it's no excuse as to why you cannot start now the only excuse is that you're probably lazy or you have that fear mentality and that's just it's oh i'm scared so i'm just gonna wait but it'll never go away if you don't give it enough power and enough energy to make it go away so like i said we're in training we're in training right now and come the first that's when you get promoted to either a new level or a new devil so oh right now you need to be training to get to exactly where you feel you need to be in 2020. Don't wait because when you wait, oh you gonna the same thing that happened 2019 those first six months. You just gonna see it again. Okay. Same thing gonna happen, just a different year.
0: Mm, period. Oh yes, I really hope Kim that y'all took that to he because that is that's the truth. That is it's no it's no secret. That is the secret sauce. Well, the Holy Spirit's the secret sauce, but like. That's true, like the secret, just put in the work. Like it's really it comes down to how bad do you want it at the end of the day. Cause if you truly wanted it that bad, you do what you need to do. You'd make the sacrifices. You put in wake up early. You know what I'm saying? You would do what yeah. you Yeah,
1: oh my gosh. So somebody actually just commented and said um that money is what keeps a lot of people. And I'm so happy that you said that mm. when you really want something, nothing stops you. So I think also a lot of people just having that comment. I think that was good that they said that is that stop thinking that money is the only thing of value. And that's (laughs) what that's what holds a lot of people because our mind costs way more and is way more value and worthy than what a dollar will ever be. People put people put dollar amounts on your mind because of the mental capacity that. Humans can have to really learn some things and to help other people yeah. get in a position to do those things or to learn those things as well. So like you said, it's not even about money. Take, don't, don't even think for anybody because we've probably got a lot of people who are going to be like, well, I don't got no money. Okay, give your, what, what do you know? And I tell people all the time, knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. That knowledge is money. What do you know? If you know that you want to go somewhere, you need to start connecting with those people. So kind of like what we said in the beginning, it's putting yourself in those rooms. You might not financially be in a position, but you can always physically be in a position to go where you need to be so that you can meet exactly who you need to meet, have that conversation, shake that person's hand, follow that person, get that person, contact Instagram, get that person to repost you, whatever it is. It's not always, and I always tell, start bartering. I I barter knowledge all the time. Okay, I'll tell you this if you could give me this. Mm -hmm. Well, what what can we make work? Because I don't i I have the money, but I'm not always willing to give that up just yet because sometimes you gotta see where a person gonna get you to. So mm-hmm. I want for everybody who's trapped inside feeling like they don't have the money. Okay, so at this point you saying you have no value. If you need really to mm-hmm. tell me you're not worth thousand dollars, then or, or you're not or or a thousand dollars is going to validate your next move, then just tell me that. I just really want for somebody to tell me that. But if you know that you worth way more then the money it is gonna cost for you to do it then you need to start moving like it you need like you said you gotta walk that walk you gotta talk that talk I might not have a million dollars
0: but I got a million worth within me to give mm-hmm. you I can prove you that and we have you have a million dollar mindset people yes. pay for your knowledge man so that's
1: always million dollar work ethic all of that you put come me in you put me in your office space and I can make I can make you a million dollars because mm-hmm. I got the knowledge to do it I got the work ethic to do it. So don't let money limit you because it's not money is, I, I could ball money up. I could throw money away. That's here today and gone tomorrow. What you okay. have in you. You,
0: can, you can't
1: just ball that up and throw it out the window. That so is true. You.
0: Wow. You just shook me with that. While I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> you can't throw up and ball up your knowledge, your skill you set.
1: You can't do it with that. You can't do it with your passion. You can't do it with the way that you're structured. You can't just ball that stuff up and be like, okay, you can't just go to somebody either like, okay, here's twenty dollars for this. That's really like a, that's all about knowing your worth. Mm. And I had a video on my page not too long ago that said before I was the CEO of my own company, I was moving and shaking and walking into the companies I was working for with the mindset of I I, I own this company i'm I'm the ceo and i didn't act i didn't i wasn't giving people the orders but i was walking in and having that mentality and knowing that i possessed the type of knowledge to be the ceo i handled my customers different my mindset towards work changed my spirit in the work environment changed i didn't go in as an angry worker feeling like oh my god somebody's paying me to do their job i went right. in like i'm here for a reason I have, a, I have a certain amount of time to be here to learn something, whatever it is that God wanted me to learn or to take from this. And from this, this is just going to add to my own value, to my own worth. Mm-hmm. Now I can walk away with another credential within myself mm-hmm. and not just, you know, not even just limit it to a credential on paper or something you put on a resume. Okay. Now I just up my game a little bit. Now I just up my spirits and, you know, my, my mentality, my energy. So now I can go on to the next thing in life. And I could do it this way, but you got to start, stop walking into rooms with that ugly mindset and that ugly energy and that ugly spirit. Because when you do that, that's what everything around you becomes. Your energy, Mm -hmm. your conversation, your friends, your your social circle, everything becomes very like gloomy and, oh my God, I got to get up to go to work. Oh, I don't want to do that. So you got to, even if you don't feel the brightest put on something bright and walk into the room and brighten the room up do something but you gotta change the narrative because that's that's really where it all starts within you because that's the most valuable thing that you can ever possess is yourself.
0: because you you control your reality no one else but you 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 control it all oh lala thank you so much for coming on my show and babbling with me i (laughs) know thank you you for having me where can people find you? I know that you have, um, a tour coming up. So talk a little bit about that. What's, what's going on with that?
1: So the tour is eight cities, eight weeks. Um, I will actually be in, I want to say Houston New Orleans by the time that you guys actually receive this information, um, all the ticket information and just everything in regards to the event or receipts, anything that you guys need, um, Regards to anything that I sell, not even just the tour, but ebooks and things like that. So all on my Instagram. That's Lala J Official. Um, I do have a Twitter as well. I drop a lot of knowledge and gems on there also, like I do Instagram. And that is Lala J Marketing, I believe, or Lala J Official. I'm bad for not knowing that one. Um, but really, most of the information will be on Lala J Official. Um, and the tour is actually called Blood, Sweat, Cheers. Um, I named it that because building a business takes a lot of blood. Sometimes you gonna scrape a knee trying to get a package to the post office. Um, (laughs) It takes a lot of sweat and it takes a lot of tears. But instead of tears, I did cheers because at the end of it all, you really do celebrate how far you've come in something that you felt like you probably never even could do or had the momentum or ambition to do. So um, super dope. Um, We do meet and greets. I have VIP experiences. The overall reason for this is to actually show people within their city that there are districts everywhere. So you don't always have to catch a flight or you know go to all these other places where I work or to go to you know what people would consider the best of the best because sometimes the best of the best is just in walking distance from you so just to kind of give them those resources and to walk them into the direction that they want to go Um, and then also a lot of people um, are really interested into drop shipping so this is just kind of my um, I love doing my lives and things like that in my one-on-ones but I feel like Nothing really beats that actual in-person conversation and that actual in-person work. So it's really a lock-in. We do the VIPs every Saturday of the weekend um, and then the classes every Sunday of the weekend. Um, And then we have, I have like some really dope private locations that I pick in every city. And we really locked in for like five hours and just work on actually building their store presentation, working on building their Instagram. Um, and it's all within that class. So it's not, you know, it's nothing like an informative. You have to come with your laptop or tablet. Um, you gotta come with certain things for your business. Um, I've done certifications in the class. I've built logos in the class. Um, walking away with a whole Shopify store ready for you to go home to market. Um, automating Instagrams, actually giving people the systems that I use um, as opposed to me actually just systematically doing it for them. So it's super dope. A lot of information will be given. Um, A lot of money can be made. Like I said, if you are in the space to actually get to where you want to go by 2020, then this is an amazing opportunity to take on because this is really, like I said, just you're laying your bricks down to actually receive the back ends of what you're really hoping to receive. Mm -hmm.
0: love it so guys more information will be on her social media pages like she said (laughs) lala j official on instagram again lala thank you so much for babbling with me is there anything else you want to just drop a, a, a gem for the family that's tuning in life gem um
1: something to walk away with like i said you guys have to under get very get very well known with solitude and start praying for discernment and things and start accepting, like start, start getting more aware of self, like lock in. I really hope, and I'm praying that everybody really does take heed to everything we talked about today, lock in with yourself these next couple of months. Right now, like I said, like we both said, we're in training. So you gotta, you gotta, if you want to be promoted, like I said, you got to know what level you want to go to. So train for that next level. So that you're not training for the next devil that could possibly, you know, like I said, I hope that nobody runs into that, but we all have had those moments where we're down. So I hope that everybody can go into 2020 with the mindset that they've actually been working on having so that you prepare for whatever level that it is that God places you on in this next year.
0: Mm, Period. Yes, family. And I just want to end with this. Don't let fear be the reason why you're not doing what you know that you want to do. I want you to really sit down and reflect what how many things has fear robbed you of and are you going to let fear keep robbing you of stuff experiences people relationships doors like how much when is it enough when are you going to just stand up to fear and just do it anyway how bad do you want it i know a lot of people are Want 2020 2019 and 2020 to be the best year of their lives, but how bad do you want it? Have you counted the cost? Are you willing to sacrifice? Put in the work, bless sweat, cheers, A little ever there. But how, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? And I just want you to know that your dreams are worth it, but it's not gonna come just handy handy willy god isn't just gonna say okay here you are faith without works is dead so you can believe it pray about it speak it out all day long but faith without works is dead so let's put in the work We only got five months left y'all five months and i know that all of us can be in a totally different position for the better if we just focus and just get our focus right for these last five months of 2019. Well, I love you guys so much. Well, I'll talk to y'all on the Ask Jazz episode this Wednesday. Submit your questions via email, Babbling with Jazz, or on the social media sites, Babbling with Jazz, on all Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Y'all already know. So I love you guys so much. And always remember positive vibes only. Stay prayed up and remain in alignment for the perfect will for your life, which is God's will. I love you guys.